0: hey y'all know that other guy that's denard right at the fire zone show you know him you may have forgot me because it's been a minute uh i <laughs> at mike on twitter i don't call it x i still call it twitter but it's been a minute but we're back uh fire zone show, you know, back to talk defense because that's what we do. That's what we love. And, uh, man, what a game to come back uh, to talk about. You know, that Rams game ended in about as exciting a fashion as it could end. Um, you know, walk-off, punt-return, touchdown. You, you rarely see those. Uh, so that was, that was pretty exciting. But, um, man, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. You and I have not talked in a long time. We definitely not talked about football in a minute. Uh I mean we we got our little chat we talked that way but I mean we've not done this nah. in a minute. So um it's good to be back man. How you been?
1: I've been good man. I have been good. Just uh last few weeks just watching this team grow up, mature, understand their limitations and their strengths but also them learning how to win in different ways. And I think we've seen that over the course of the last four or five weeks, they've won differently each and every time. And I think that's important going down the stretch.
0: Yeah. That to me is one of those things that is kind of like a sign of like a really good team, you know, a team that's got a chance to kind of, you know, make a run in the playoffs is can you win in different ways? Um, because when you kind of, are like pigeonholed into one type of style of playing or one type of a way of winning games, inevitably there's going to come a game where that gets taken away from you and you're not going to be able to to play to your strength. You're going to have to do something that maybe is not your strength, um, but you still got to find a way to make it work and get it done. So, um, you know, in years past, we knew what their strength was, right? They, they were pretty much going to have, you know, good defenses, but on offense it was about running the ball. And, you know, if they had to drop back and throw it, it was it was going to be a challenge. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. You can see it got me all choked up thinking about it. Uh, but now we know that they can do that. They've demonstrated that this year, that they can win that way, too. They can still run the ball. Uh, the defense is still very good, uh, maybe even a little better than it's been uh, in years past. So the winning games, special teams, <laughs> which we talked about that, that kind of being a concern. Right for a big chunk of the season, like that hadn't been kind of up to the level uh, that that it had been at in previous seasons, and so maybe now, maybe this this sparks that whole group. You know, you have a play like that, everybody gets a little bit more confident uh because they got a bunch of young guys on special teams. So you know,
1: well, you it was always that.
0: I knew coming into this year was going to be kind of rocky because they had so many young guys.
1: Yes, <laughs> I think they've they've starting to grow up a little bit on that side. You're seeing guys not. Get blown out of their lanes like they were early in the season. Um, I think the health of guys has been important because those guys have just had to focus on special team reps. I think early in the season, you know, you're trying to get a lot of guys involved, trying to get a lot of guys some reps on defense. And you're splitting their attention. Now we're getting down to nitty gritty. I don't need you on the defensive side unless I have to use you. Yeah. So here are your reps master these understand it and i think they have really put an emphasis on it probably since i would say probably the Steeler game you can see kind of a they, that game kind of wore them out a little bit special teams wise and i think they decided from there they had to figure out you know the best way to go forward and they've got some guys and i think when wallace came back was a gunner i think it was just the icing on the cake and they could be better on their coverage teams. And I think we've seen that especially last few weeks. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And just like you say, guys kind of getting healthy guys, young guys growing and kind of coming into their own. Like, I think Wallace coming back was big because he's been one of their better gunners, but then on the opposite side, even uh, Jalen armor, Davis kind of starting to get his feet under him and being able to give them some consistency at that opposite gunner role. Because they have been rotating guys all throughout the season because they just couldn't find, you know, another guy that they – I think mm-hmm. they really felt they could count on out there. But now, last couple weeks, he started to kind of give them some consistency out there. So, um, you know, that, that's the key. We talk about it on this show all the time, just consistency. You know, whatever phase you're talking about, whatever um, – Technique, scheme, whatever, that, like it all seems to come back to that word <laughs> eventually. Like you just need something you can count on, where you know what to expect and what you're going to get. Something you can trust.
1: Yeah. Yes, that is that is the ultimate ultimate. Especially on this team, if they don't trust you, you're not going to be out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think with uh, JAD, I think it's you. You see the proof in the pudding. They 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 sat rock. Yeah. Yeah, he's earned it.
0: He did. He's he's earned it. And I mean, look, when was the last? I don't know if it was the Chargers game or the game before that when Rock got out there, and it wasn't just on special teams. Like he actually got some deep. I think it was a Charger game. It wasn't. I was like, okay, I can see why they made the move they made because I was like, Rock man, I don't know, I don't know what was going on. If it was because he hadn't played in a while, or just he got you know, that game. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't looking good. Not looking good at all, and it wasn't even just like the physical part of it. It It's just like his eyes weren't where they need. Like he just wasn't. I was like, I don't know what's going on with him. Mm -mm. But uh,
1: he he was right. Safe space.
0: Yeah. You (laughs) if you not, (laughs) if they can't trust you to do what they coach you to do, like the physical thing, you know. I think they get that. I mean, sometimes you. I mean, look, you out there against Jamar Chase. Sometimes he's gonna get you Mm -hmm. because of who he is. They get that but if you're not where you're supposed to be if your technique isn't good if your eyes aren't good then that's that's a whole nother we we can't that that dog don't hunt so no not at all (laughs) so they had to do what they had to do but hey i still wouldn't write him off i I, you you can't really write anybody off because you just never know how things are going to play out and when somebody's gonna have to come in and you're gonna have to depend on them Mm
1: -hmm. so
0: you, you just never know
1: um, at, at Mr. Molette's he's next on the firing
0: <laughs>
1: firing squad.
0: <laughs> he had a rough one, uh, he had past a one. extremely rough day. He he had he had a rough one, so we, we'll get it. Let's let's do that. Let's use that as our jumping <laughs> off point to get into this game because that was in some of my notes with the secondary, too. That him and, and even Hamilton, and that's my boy, even before he got hurt, he had a couple miscues. Um, but we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get we'll get into that. Uh, But we'll start up front. Let's start up front with the D-line. The big fellas active in this game. A little rough to start because, you know, Mm -hmm. Rams were running the ball early on, particularly first quarter and into that first half. But they settled things down in the second half. Uh, How'd you feel about the D-line?
1: It was expected, once again, because of the time off. Um, It's hard to get that type of ferocity in the pass rush off the get when you haven't been around your boys in a few weeks in that way. Um, I'm a little disappointed early on and even later in the game with Washington and, and Jones, they weren't anchoring as well as I thought they should be in dual blocks and they weren't getting off of them very well. Um, Pierce had a decent game. Clowny, they you can tell teams are starting to mm-hmm. pay ex- extreme attention to him. Yeah. Like now nah, we we okay, you've you've had your fun this year, son. Now you're going to see chip blocks. Now you're mm-hmm. going to we're going to scheme up on you. They did that on a few of the first series where they just let him fly inside and they just told the running back just wait. Yeah. Hey, he just took off and would go the other way. So, you know, it was rough early on. But as the game got on, Clowney and and Van Noy, the veterans stepped up and and started playing better. Um, Pierce played better. Um, But the young guys up front were a little iffy at best. No, And I would say I would give Justin minus B- for hmm. today. I I I we talk about this. Yeah. And we all know he's going to get paid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just don't think <laughs> is he is he Aaron Donald money? No. Does he affect the game in that fashion? Absolutely not. Does he get a lot of sacks? Yes, he does.
0: This season, <laughs> yes, this season.
1: But we have talked about this before. We we tried to create a stat with the impact stat and mm-hmm. other impact plays and things of that sort. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I do feel like a lot of his sacks are not in critical situations. If I were to guess on the top of my head, I would say two or three of them were probably drive killers. So, you know, that's just my opinion and only my opinion. But I, I think the D-line played okay. They know they can do better and they will have to do better and i think these next 4 weeks is a very interesting test across the board for all, you know each week is a different stressor to your d line so i'm 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 excited to see what happens and hopefully they continue to warm up and and gear up
0: yeah it's it's a tough conversation around him i think because you know the production obviously has has shot way up this year right in terms of sack production that he he's going to a new level with that and you and I like you said we were talking about this you're not going to find too many interior guys dt's who hit 10 sacks he's at 11 i think right now and 11, they still wow. got 4 yeah. yeah and they still got 4 games left to play so you're not going to see that and so that kind of year is going to get you paid as an interior player so you, so the, the money's coming whether it's from the Ravens or somebody else, you know, to, to be determined. But the money's coming. And so we'll have, you know, a whole offseason to talk about him and how that's going to play out. But to me, it was when we were talking about it, it was a simple question Do I see him as a cornerstone type player in the defense? Right. When you ask yourself that question about different guys, so it's no-brainers with certain guys. Roquan Smith, this is a no-brainer, cornerstone. Mm-hmm. Kyle Hamilton developed into cornerstone. Marlin had been a cornerstone. I re- I'm not ready to say he's not. I think he's still in that cornerstone category, but we are getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> we getting,
1: we, getting closer. <laughs> we getting closer,
0: but I, but the health the health thing, you know, I got to factor that in cuz he really hasn't been fully healthy for for a big part of this season. So mm-hmm. I got to factor that in cuz when he is healthy, he is among, you he's know, legit. the better. Yeah, he yeah. Is so
1: legit. so no, that's no, what I'm saying. When it. you
0: ask yourself that question, certain names come to mind and there's no hesitation. Until this year, you have to ask yourself, would you have considered Justin Matabike a cornerstone player? And are you putting him in that category this year because of the sacks? No. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is the sack, that's the only thing that's really changed? When that's you look a- at the rest of his game, he's always played hard, he's always had a tremendous motor. Um, you know, he's always been violent physical, all of that, pretty good against the run, have been better against the run, really, his first couple of years. And then, the, you know, the, the pass rush has really kind of taken off this year. So, to me, all of that stuff is still there. And that's why when you hear the coaches and they're like, no, no, we're not, we're not surprised. We're not surprised because he, he's been working the same way. He's just getting the, the results now. And you know that sacks one of those things that come in bunches. You can be putting on good rush after good rush and not getting sacks. And then all of a sudden, they are fallen out of trees. <laughs> so and people or, are like, "Oh, what changed? What changed? What are you doing? To-? Not doing nothing. Anymore.
1: Nothing. That's the same thing I've been doing. No, not at all.
0: That's- so that's what I'm saying. That's a tough conversation because what has really changed is the sack number. Everything else pretty much the same in terms of his play. So does that put him in that category now? Because of because of the sacks? Hey, it's is we're gonna have a whole offseason like I said, to talk about <laughs> what's I, gonna oof. happen with him.
1: Before we move on, I'm going to say this. I would take his money and re-sign Clowney, Van Noy, and Queen. Hmm. Before I gave him 23 with a 53, whatever Cole was talking about. Which kind of makes sense, but doesn't make sense. But if that's the number you're playing with, I'm keeping that money and keeping those three guys. Yeah, because... It's just going to
0: be such a tough decision, man. Because I, I, you and I have always liked him. This is not about that. We've mm-hmm. liked his game. We like the way he plays. You know, we like the skill set that that he possesses. But then, like you said, because of the season he's had, that's mm-hmm. putting him in that Aaron Donald, Jeffrey Simmons, all these guys who just got paid recently is putting him in that category financially. And yeah. kudos to him; he's earned it by the way that he's performed. Get your bread, get all
1: of it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not, this is I, not about I, him. No, at all. it's not, no. no, he's gonna get paid, he's gonna get his money. And I want, I him to just, do it. <laughs> I just, exactly, that means <laughs> it's a third round pick coming back, yeah. and I'm probably the first one, but <laughs> it doesn't make financial sense for the player. Now, does it make financial sense to give Queen 15 million next to? To Rogan God Smith, it's another I don't question. know. It's another, question. <laughs> it's another yeah. question, but you do have to pay Hamilton. Yep, and that's coming. He is eligible, I believe, this year or next year.
0: This is second year, so will so third year? year. Or was yeah, it? yeah, after
1: I... third year, you're yeah. eligible for extension. So that means next year they're looking to to extend him. So you've got to you got to have the money for that. And oh, by the way, you still got to go find some corners. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of tough choices. It's all season.
0: There's gonna be a lot of tough choices. Like I said, we're gonna have plenty of time to talk about a lot,
1: a lot to talk about with that. Yeah,
0: yeah. And and you know, people will hear certain things and take it and run with it. Oh, they don't like this guy. They don't think he's worth. I I want every player to get every penny penny. that they can get. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I ideally. Because I'm a Ravens fan, and if it's guys with the Ravens, I, I I'd like it to be here, but I'm also a realist. And you can't pay everybody. No, you know, Ozzy no. used to say that. He can't pay everybody.
1: That's, <laughs> you know, can't that's pay just, Everybody, that's what the draft is for.
0: Yeah, that's just how it goes. So anyway, we'll we'll have plenty of time to revisit that. Um, before we move on to the linebackers, just D line, I'll probably just be echoing a lot of what you said. Pierce, I thought he really kind of showed up, especially in the fourth quarter. He has like some dominant moments in the fourth yes. quarter, <laughs> yes. where he got one on one with that center, and man, he was—he <laughs> got angry. <laughs> he was punishing that dude. <laughs> now he's a smaller guy. I know their center is a smaller guy. He's kind of like uh, Linderbaum in that way. He's he's a smaller guy, but tough, scrappy, you know, type of dude. But yeah, he, Pierce had some moments where, in the run game and in pass rush, he 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 got after it. Um, a guy we don't talk about a whole lot, but I think every time he plays, which is it's been a little bit more lately, but it's always kind of limited role, but he's always solid is Urban. Urban's been
1: really solid this year when he comes in and he his- is he he is always. That's why he's around. He gives you yeah. good quality 10, 15 snaps every game. Yeah. he's there. He ain't there's no there's very little letdown in the run game. Doesn't have the you know pass rush, whatever, but dude does what exactly what he's asked to do. Yeah, the run guys.
0: I mean, we could do a whole little film room on that because it's like super technical, nerdy stuff. But he does some stuff in the run game, like how he takes on blocks, how he takes on double teams, how he understands how to basically dictate to the yeah. offensive lineman. Here's here's what's gonna happen. You're yeah. gonna do this. I'm gonna make you do this. <laughs> and I'm gonna baby. be able to come off and, and make a tackle. It's it's special stuff. It really is. I don't. It doesn't get a lot of pub because it's like I say. It's real like you know, behind the scenes kind of stuff. But um, I just wanted to kind of put his name out there. Um, you talked about Van Noy. He had that one little splash play where he got the TFL on a little running back screen. Uh, but, you know, he just does the vet stuff. Hill and Clowney both fall into this category where they just kind of do the little things. Remember how in the first half, Rams are kind of hitting some of those those passes out in the flat, kind of getting some big plays on stuff to the flat. He started peeling off with dudes in the second half and just taking that away. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now, not that he's going to be able to run with those guys 10, 15, 20 yards down the sideline, but just that first five, mm-hmm. two, two to three to four or five, the, the QB looks that way. It's like, oh, somebody there now. I, I can't just, you know, dump the ball. So just little stuff like that that he does. And Clowney, like you said, quieter game, like in terms of, like, look at the stat sheet. But he still does all the dirty stuff to, like, set other people up. Like he's been mm-hmm. doing it all year and getting his. But now – like you said, is he's getting a little bit more attention. It's a little bit more difficult for him to get his as much, but it's not stopping him from doing all the little stuff to, you know, you know, spill runs, you know, do it, taking on, you know, blocks and forcing, you know, running backs to go here or go there. He's still doing all the stuff that helps you win him. That's when I watch him in Van Noy. anytime I write some kind of little note down, that's what it is. They just do things to help you win games. (laughs) That's what they do.
1: You you know who I can give credit to was away.
0: Oh yeah, I was gonna mention him too. He's on my list.
1: He may not get the sacks, but man, he call, He just is just detrimental to your dear health. It's is clowny sometimes? Yeah. With how active he is on the outside, like his hands are always working. Yep. And it's like, okay, I get it. You are a quality pass rusher. Yep. You figured it out. The lights come on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He puts a lot of good rushes together throughout games. And like like we were saying with Mass, it might not always result in a sack, but he's generating pressures. He's affecting the quarterback, right? Quarterback's yeah. got to move, got to slide, got to do, you know, drop his eyes. He's, gotta he's like, his got to do something because there's this cat on the edge who's who you feel it. You feel the pressure. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got to, I got to do something. And even in the run game, he, which has kind of always been his thing but he's starting to now even find different ways to be blocks than he did mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. So even, you know, he, he's really starting to turn into like the total package, Um, you know, as, as the guy that they, they hope he would be, he you know, this is what they would, would, would hoping he would turn into when they picked him, where they picked him and, you know, it's starting to bear fruit now. So uh, move on to the backers. Uh, you and I talked about this. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll let you, you know, give you a full perspective now. But it's, I started out a little slow. Um, I'm going to use this word. It may not be your word. I thought they were a little undisciplined early. And then they kind of mm-hmm. started to, to to settle down as the game went. Because I think sometimes they, just, they get hype. Both of them are like hype type dudes. That's kind of their personality. <laughs> and I think when you have two of those together, mostly it's good. But there can be times where sometimes it's like, okay, one of us has got to settle down so that yeah, we, we don't we don't get like off the rails with this. thing. But anyway, like, what, what, how do you think? Uh,
1: no, you 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 hit the nail on that. <laughs> it was just they were happy to be back playing, yeah. and just forgot how to play <laughs> <laughs> for the first like quarter and a half. I would even say the first half, those two were just like I bet they went into the locker room and just like, okay, that was not fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Run around with our head chopped off. And I think they came out in the second half. They they stopped like you said before with the D line. They stopped catching. Mm-hmm. Everyone just started attacking again. Yeah. And I think kudos to, to McDonald on adjusting at halftime. And I understand what the game plan was going in, which is we knew they were going to carve us up in the secondary. So we were trying to be more aware of that and let the four-man rush kind of do that. And I think that set the linebackers back a lot. In the second half, they played better. But they were still getting torched a little bit over the middle yeah. with those deeper ends. And that's kind of the 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 same thing Cleveland. We we took and we mm-hmm. never talked about this, but we talked about it in our in our chat was Cleveland was willing to throw that 20 yard dig on the hash. That's that is it. That is the soft spot in the Ravens zone on both sides. Mm -hmm. Now, the problem is, if you throw a 20-yard dig, your quarterback better have a hose. Mm
0: -hmm. And he better have
1: time. Better have time, and he better have timing. (laughs) If he doesn't have a hose, I think it's going to basically just sail on him, and it's going to be a pick. If his timing's off, most likely going to be a pick. If he doesn't have time, he's probably going to fumble. So a lot of teams don't deal with that, but Cleveland knows – and they have a very good offensive line, so they're mm-hmm. like, okay. And Deshaun Watson kind of paid for it at the end of the day, yeah. staying in that pocket and taking those shots to make those throws. Now Matthew Stafford, you watch that game; he took some shots. He did to make those throws. Yeah. Do you have court? Do you have a quarterback who's willing to sit in there and know? That on these deep laying routes, you are going to get punished, yeah, on a consistent basis. And a lot of these young quarterbacks don't stay in the pocket; they do the one read and they're out. Or you're Matthew Stafford, you just throw to a spot. And you're like, you better be there. It's your fault. <laughs>
0: yeah. I was going to say that's the he they they kind of had. Uh, we talked about Cleveland, and then and now you know Rams and Stafford attacking the same part of the field or similar part of the field, but a little bit of a different way. Whereas mm-hmm. Deshaun kind of has to hold it and see it. Stafford mm-hmm. will let it go early. <laughs> early. Because he's throwing to a spot and he's expecting you to be there. Now, he'll still hold it at times and take some of those shots too. But like you said, you you got to test that with them when when you know, you're playing these quarterbacks. Do they want to get hit? Do they want to get their jersey dirty? What can't I, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're gonna get back up and keep standing in there.
1: There were two quarterbacks who didn't that was uh, Geno Smith and Jared Goff. Yeah. You can see the difference, yeah. Their yeah. offenses are built similarly, like they, they like those deep half shots, yeah. But against the Ravens, they didn't have time yeah. or they weren't willing to stay in there and take the shots,
0: yeah. You could really see it with Goff as that game went on. He was turning stuff down because he, yeah. He's like, I ain't got to take this no
1: more. <laughs> shot I ain't got to take
0: did You see the score? I ain't got to take this no more. No, I'm done. I'm trying to get out of here.
1: Bye-bye. So,
0: yeah, so that's, you know, and I think, you know, Queen talked about it a little bit today when he was up there doing his media availability. Uh, now, he was talking about going into the Jacksonville game, comparing it to last time they were there last year. And he was like, look, we just got to be us. and We got to play bully ball. We got to play our style of ball. And we talked about this a little bit just a minute ago with the difference between the first half and the, and the second half. When they're being aggressive, when they're attacking and not just sitting back and reading and catching like that's who they are. That is who this group is. They want to attack. They want to be aggressive. Right. That it it just permeates. It permeates throughout this defensive culture historically. Mm -hmm. Right now, it may not be as reckless all the time now as it was at some points in the past. But that mentality of attacking and being aggressive, it doesn't go away. No. It's like it's here no matter who the, the DC is, and people forget McDonald grew up under all those guys under Rex, under Wink. I don't know if he was around, I don't know if they if he was around for Rex. It was, definitely was definitely Wink. He probably was, he probably was not here yet when Rex was here. That was pretty far back. Might have been, he might have seen some of P's, but I know he yeah. was around under Wink because yeah. I want to say he came in like the early 2000s, uh, 2010s, not early 2010, yeah. 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 11, 12, 13, 14, somewhere in there, yeah, uh, when he came up. So he's running a lot of the same stuff from a system standpoint. Now he's putting his own spin on it, right? His own, he, like he's seasoned, right? He's cooking the meal this time. and He's like, hey, here's how I season the chicken. Now I put this and put that in it. Wink did, did I, don't, I don't use that. I use I, <laughs> I don't use, use that. It. Nah, nah. He's said, wink. Like you use that salt and pepper. I use his Lowry's.
1: <laughs> so, I, just, <laughs> I, how did. I
0: season the chicken.
1: Yes. I did see some, some fronts. That that reminded me of Wink, you know? I thought I was having flashbacks.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> it's this, it's this, I think a lot of it is the same core system, but each guy who comes in who's been off of this tree is no different than you. Flip flip it over and look at the Rams and McVay and the Shanahan thing. He's off that tree, right? So we know Mike and Kyle. Kyle probably still runs the version of it that's most similar to the core version that his dad came up with. But these other guys, McVay, LaFleur, McDaniel, they've all sprinkled their own little, you know, tweak on it. Mm-hmm. So, same thing with the Ravens defense that they've had different guys come in who grew up, but then go on to become coordinators. It's the same kind of core thing, but everybody's putting their own little spin on it. And so this is McDonald's spin on it, but they still want to be aggressive. I think they're at their best mm-hmm. when they're in aggressive, and people sometimes get that confused. Well, well you say be aggressive, but then how does that how does that jive with playing zone coverage? You can be aggressive and still play zone yeah. coverage.
1: So you can be more aggressive in zone than you can be in man.
0: Yeah. So it's not like it's either or. Yeah. It's you can still attack and be aggressive and still, you know, be a little a little safer, a little sounder on the back end. Um, but yeah, that's the same basically the same stuff I had about the linebackers just, you know, kind of getting settled down, kind of getting back into the rhythm and the flow again. I think they probably had to do as the game went on, this was more third quarter, fourth quarter, once Hamilton went out for good, for good. And to do a little bit more on the perimeter than they probably normally do because we know he's he's like an eraser. (laughs) Like anything, yeah, like anything within that zero to five yard (laughs) box. That goes on the perimeter. He erases it. It's it's not happening out nope. there. And so you lose a player like him. Everybody kind of has to do something a little different. I don't like to use the word more. I shouldn't have said more because that gets people out of there. You know, what I mean, they start trying too hard. But you you just got to do stuff a little bit differently. So we'll talk about that next. I guess we can we can get into that X. Now, and of course, in the linebackers, I don't want to forget to lose this out. They still making their presence felt as pass rushers. Anytime they gotta take on a running back and pass throw, they are trying to run through those dudes.
1: Steal their soul.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely run through them. Not it around is... them, not juke them. <laughs> <It laughs> that has me.
1: not I don't I don't think not one of them has juked a running back the entire year.
0: Yeah, we're just running through you.
1: Just running through your soul. We're
0: going straight through you.
1: You know, and, then, again, and then it's
0: that mentality. They're like, you you're not better than us. You can no. you are not better than us.
1: You're not physically going to match <laughs> up with us for four quarters. I'm sorry, just not. No.
0: no. So I love that part. And they continue to do that. So again, don't always get a sack. Everything's not going to end in a sack. But it doesn't mean that you're not putting good rushes, that you're not putting good pressure on. Um okay, secondary. Because I think this is where, you know, there there were some uh some busts that we had not seen in a while.
1: So what'd you think? So (laughs) here's okay. I'm going to give this some caveat uh, to say that when you get a bunch of tight formations and some tight trips, you're going to have a bad day because you're going to be wrong at some point. With how the trips are going to break out. Yeah. And you saw that because the Rams are very good at it, which is mm-hmm. they understand they're in trips and they're not spreading out. Everyone's, they wait. So, great example. So, they basically have their three guys lined up in a lot, basically kind of in a cone. And mm-hmm. they all literally like that old, like s- star return. Where everybody just the ball like one guy brings the ball in and there's like five guys in there mm-hmm. and everybody just breaks out with yeah. the ball that's kind of how the rams run their their trip sets because mm-hmm. they all run together for good three four yards
0: yeah and then they and, then they,
1: they just <laughs> break. and as a defender your rule is at five yards you make your determination on who you've got. Yeah. So the Rams are pushing that to about three to four yards, four yards on a lot of this stuff. So that's giving you a split second to say, My guy's going inside, my guy's going outside, he's going up the field. And I think eventually in the fourth quarter, they just locked it. Yeah. Which is <laughs> They just, just said we can't we can't run our normal games on this stuff because they're so good at what they were doing, and that contributed to a lot of the busts, particularly with Molette, Hamilton, and Stone. Hmm. Not as much with Stone, but he got picked on some. But Molette, they when <laughs> Hamilton went out, you, you ever do you have you ever seen the show with the Lakers and the Celtics? And what is it called? Oh, Winning Time? Winning
0: Time? Time. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I heard it.
1: I haven't seen it. So this is one of those moments where Larry Bird, and I I love listening to these stories in the Laker Times and the Celtic Times back when Larry Bird was great. John Sally was telling the story. He was like, I was a young kid. Larry knew me from the past through camps and stuff when i played them you know before i came in the league so i'm my you know first second year in the league and we're playing the celtics and they give me the opportunity to play larry you know man to man so larry comes out to the jump and he looks to sally he's like sally who's who's guarding me tonight he's like i am man i got the length on you and larry bird literally turns the rest team and goes mouse in the house Just give me the ball and let me work. And that's what they basically told Stafford to Millet like, wherever Millet is, bounce in the house. (laughs) Abuse that man at your own will. And that's what they did. And now you see Pepe Williams being activated. That's not. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> That's not a coincidence that yeah. he's going to step in, and probably I wouldn't be surprised to see Molet down this week mm-hmm. with Pepe up because you need to get Pepe up and running because you're going to need him against San Francisco.
0: Yeah, i have I'd heard of it. I I, I heard a winning time. I know it's been out for a minute now. It's I need to check it out. Show. But Holy people, virus. anytime you, anytime I've heard about that era. Lakers, Celtics. People talk about Bird and just the, the massive amount of shit he would talk. Like they said He was just a huge smack talker. Like, you look at him and they say, you know, if you didn't know, you're looking at him, okay, he's tall, white dude, you know, whatever. He's out there hooping. But no, they said, no, he talking, like, constantly, like, all the time, saying they, crazy stuff.
1: They said this man showed up for his workout with the Celtics in a polo and some jeans and some chucks. <laughs> and went out there and dropped 45 in a it is like first half. Yeah. It's like yeah. what? Yeah, no,
0: nah, he he was stone cold. He was stone cold. I mean, I think people look back at it and if you look at it now if you're young, you know, like my son he's 16 and you look at it, it's grainy, you know, ah, like, oh, he don't look like it, but you have to understand for the times. Go to bed. He was he was he was stone cold. Okay. <laughs> Stone cold. Stone but you know cold. what? Getting back to this, this is this is how I compare it because we've talked about this before. We, we used to do this when we talked about Greg Roman and some of the QB run stuff he was doing and how he's not like a true option coach. Like he didn't grow up, you know, as a true option guy. So he doesn't know all of the adjustments when people start to kind of figure out and stop some of your stuff that you're doing the way that they would know it because they've done it for years and they've seen everything against the options. Anything that a defensive coach can use to try to stop different parts of the option, they've seen it all. So they know, when I see this, I go to that. When he stops this, we go to that. So similarly with McVay in that system, because it's so well-established, think about it. I mean, we're talking, if you go back to Mike Shanahan, we're we talking the 80s when he was coaching, 80s, 90s. This thing has been around for 40 years, yes. right? And now you got these kids who grew up around it and in it, coaching it. So they have that understanding of it in their system. So, getting back to what you were saying about trips and coverage, hey, when they play it this way, we go to this. When they yeah. try to, you know, box, we go to this. When they top hat, we go to that. Like, he's yeah. got all the answers all to whatever you're going to do all the answers. because they know the system, right? They've been around it their whole lives. And so they know what to go to. So, you get to a point where it's like you said, we just got to, we just got to lock it up and just, hey, this is what Saban said cat defense is your cat better than our cat. <laughs> we just got to see.
1: You <laughs> want to play games? Okay, let's lock this down.
0: Yeah, we just got to see.
1: Got to see who we got to see. At
0: yeah. a certain point. And like you said, in, in some cases, we did see who was better uh, when they were going after particular players. We got to see who was better. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what shakes out there. And I was surprised to hear that Hamilton was even back out at practice today. I was like, what in the hell is going on here? Uh, he's still not saying he's you know, he can't say number one, it wouldn't be for him to say, but he's just like, Yeah, I'm just taking it day by day. But just the fact that he was back out there, you know, the sign maybe it's not as bad as, as you know, it, it might have looked. Um, I,
1: I mean, I saw a video of him and he was backpedaling and cutting and changing direction. Like he had been out for like four weeks and he was back, like <laughs> ready to rock and roll. Like, <laughs>
0: Some part okay. of it is, is is being young, you know. Right. <laughs> Everybody body can do things when you're young that he can't do when you're older.
1: But it seemed like to me, it sounded like it was if this was the postseason, mm-hmm. he'd have stayed out there.
0: Yeah, he would have stayed in the game probably, but precautionary.
1: Yeah, regular know, season, gotta, go sit your butt down. Yeah,
0: we're going. <laughs> we're going to need you. Um, so you know they they had some some of that stuff, and like I said, because of the matchup, because you've got. The coach who is still, I mean, you know, I was thinking about this, too. Like people, you know, you look at McVay and you look at the run that they had with the Super Bowl. But then last year they had the down year and you you think he's done. You forget about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of forgot about Dre, it's forgot about McVay. <laughs> and people right. was like, no, nah, nah, he done not fell off. He ain't what he used to be no more. No, he just needed time to kind of get things reorganized. OK, now here's a new deck of cards I have to play with. OK, here's how I'm going to play this time. Well, they
1: they, they have – they're in cap jail right now. Hmm. And this is where, as a coach, this is why he won't ever be fired because he's good with young guys. He's good with a system, guys Hmm. like him. So he's always going to have opportunities to build up a squad. He's not a – he's never lost that team. He's never lost to players. He didn't lose the quarterback. It's, no. They all buy into the fact that, yes, we went balls to the wall two years ago. Mm-hmm. It paid off. It paid off. We got our and Super now, Bowl. And now, now we got to pay the piper. <laughs> now... Yeah, it's like
0: it's like they all understood that. They all yeah. knew, hey, look, we knew we were, this was where we would get to if the bet we made paid off. Mm-hmm. We knew this was the other side of it. Yep. And, and we were there in 2022. And it's like, like you said, nobody checked out. Nobody was, you know, calling him out or talking crazy in the, in the media. They're just like, hey, no, we knew, we all knew this was coming. Yeah.
1: No <laughs> one's, is- no one's like sitting around saying, oh, the Rams are bad. No, everybody was like, even Aaron Donald. They were talking about how he's found the fountain of youth, being around a bunch of young cats who, yeah. who want to learn from him. He's and he's teaching them. He, you you might buy another couple of years out of him because. His love of the game has come back now. So, you know, maybe in two years, if Stafford's still healthy, you never got opportunities.
0: You never know because they're like we've been talking about throughout this whole thing. They've kind of hit on some guys. They might be getting a little bit ahead of schedule. They didn't. Who knew, you know, none of them, as much as they probably liked him, they wouldn't have drafted him if they didn't like him. I don't think any of them would tell you, oh, we thought Puka Nakua was going to be this good. I don't think none of them would say that. You know, Kyron Williams. Yeah, we saw this little running back. We thought, you know, he could help us, but, you know, was he going to become our lead back? eh, I don't know if they could say that. So, you know, you're finding different guys on offense and defense who are producing for you at at an early, you know, point in their careers, and you're winning games. So you're probably a little bit ahead. You know, you might have thought, hey, we might be in this cap jail for a couple of years. It's probably going to be rough. It was rough last year, but this year you're competing for a playoff spot. So
1: <laughs> you like and these guys are getting viable, viable snaps. Yeah, that's gonna translate in the next year. I mean, that boy Brown up front.
0: Yeah, Bobby Brown. Yeah, he's a
1: oh <laughs> boy. He gonna be a problem for years. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he a- is. Oh
0: my lord. He he's got ability, and then like you said, he he's learning from the best. Basically. One of the best, If it, I mean, depending on, you know, a lot of this stuff is generational, right? Where the, who you think is the best at a certain position depends on, you know, when you grew when up you grew or whatever. But, you know, AD, no matter when you grew up, you got to put him in the conversation as among re- the
1: best. <laughs> he reminds me of John Randall.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can just, see a lot of Randall
1: in his game. Just the
0: – Kind of undersized, but just
1: – I yeah. know John Randall is a little more violent –
0: yeah, Ad is pretty violent.
1: No, he got gro- <laughs> he got grown man strength. Ad got grown man strength. Yeah, yeah. He just, he's
0: strong. He's, he's grown.
1: strong. He's <laughs> He he not strong. He's strong. Strong. He's uh, he he do things like Reggie White. Did you like? Okay, bro, you didn't have to do that. Yeah,
0: and see, that's where my mind normally always goes to. It Normally always goes to Reggie. But Reggie played a little both. He played inside and on and at the end. So he played a little. You know. So depends on how you want to how you want to put
1: Reggie, but. Then, then he here's a better comparison than Reggie Brown or Clyde yeah. Simmons. Clyde Simmons is mm. probably a better. If 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 you put Clyde and AD together, you probably couldn't tell them the difference.
0: No, and you you mentioned those names. You think about that D line. It, oh, <laughs> was it was
1: ridiculous. ridiculous.
0: Seth Joiner, like all these dudes. Oh, I
1: mean, it was it was ridiculous. You, I mean, you think about the teams back there in the day. With certain squads like you could never see today. Like, yeah. I mean, look at Buffalo. They had Tally, Bennett, Smith, mm-hmm. Kelso, uh who was a corner on it? I mean, they had a squad. Dallas had one. a squad. Yeah. Washington had a squad. The Vikings had a squad. Yeah.
0: It's hard, <laughs> hard to just keep, had a squad. <laughs> it's it's hard to keep teams like that together for as long. In this, not with the money this, the way it flies yeah, around. Yeah. In this day and age, you just, you know, you might get it for a season, maybe two. But, you know, them windows, they close fast. You know, we're seeing it happen all around, right? I'm not saying they're closed, but people are starting to ask those questions when they look at Buffalo, when they look at Kansas City. People are starting to like, uh, is the window closed? I don't know. I'm not saying it is because I don't think it is. Because if you got those two guys at quarterback, you got a chance. But,
1: I think Kansas City's windows still open. I think Buffalo's is about close on the defensive side. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Like they're gonna have to re, they're gonna have to come differently with that. If if Josh Allen continues to be a turnover machine, you've got to fix something Mm -hmm. defensively. Because you can't sit back like they do if that dude's going to be a bat. (laughs) (laughs) Because look at the Ravens. Lamar had fumble issues early in the season. We all contribute Mm -hmm. that to the fact he didn't play in the the preseason. Haven't seen that. Mm -mm. Haven't seen that since. He cleaned it up. Cleaned it up. And when you have turnover-free offense, that, is, that means your defense doesn't be have to be hyper-sensitive and go one way or the other, either be conservative or have to go get turnovers like the Ravens had to do for years because mm-hmm. their offense sucked. <laughs> but now you can play that complementary football that Harbaugh always talks about. Yeah, always. <laughs> Buffalo can't do it anymore. Kansas City is on the way out. But if they're willing to spend money next year, I wouldn't be surprised they went after Cooper Cup, yeah, or
0: something because it's they're they're in a place now where it's like the opposite of where they have been earlier with Mahomes. They probably got the best defense they've had Mm -hmm. since he's Mm -hmm. been there now, Mm -hmm. but they don't have the same weapons on offense that they've had in previous years. So, you know, he's having to kind of rely on some people that is not the same people he used to having to rely on. (laughs) They're gonna.
1: They're gonna have to have to make a choice. Either you keep Chris Jones, or you trade him.
0: Mm. They paid him, right? Did his, did,
1: did he get his, no. his money? They no, did something just, for
0: him to come back. Remember, because he was holding out.
1: I think they just signed him for one year. Oh, okay, it was a one year. I mean, okay. let me check.
0: That's okay. a good yeah, no, I knew he, they did something. I I didn't know if it was long term or what it was. But you're right; it probably was one year. Um, but yeah, yeah it, you, it, got a, it,
1: you got a one year, nineteen and a half million dollar deal. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's weird to kind of see how that's flipped for them because you think about the early part of their career and you think about uh with, with Mahomes there, you think about Tyreek, you think about I mean Kelsey's still there, of course, but you know, you think about those guys, and then now it's like, What's well, the defense? You know, you start thinking about defensive players other than Mahomes and Kelsey. Do you start thinking about defensive <laughs> players <laughs> because they've actually gotten better on that side of the ball? Their
1: linebackers are Ridiculous. Yeah,
0: but I will never. I mean, he—he's one of those guys that you just—you can't count that team out because of help. you, you just can't because he's—he's—he's yeah. he's, he's too special. And he will—he will somehow. I, I believe this. He will somehow find a way to pull those dudes kicking and screaming <laughs> on offense and into an AFC championship game. He gonna find a way to get them there. I don't know how, but he gonna find a way because this—it's this just—it's this what he does.
1: What about Joseph Flacco?
0: Man, I hope we don't have to see him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to deal with him. It's yeah. not being scared because people say, oh, he's scared of flat? no, it's not about being scared thing, but it's just you know, they've got a very good defense. We you know that about Cleveland, right? They got a good running game, pretty even even without Chubb. It's almost a good solid, still solid running game, even without Chubb. And you know, if he can keep a lid if Joe I'm say he if he can keep a lid on the turnovers, I mean, I just watched that game earlier today against Jacksonville. His arm is still very good. <laughs> you know, he can still throw the ball. Um, obviously, he's seen everything. There's not going to be anything defensively that you can do that he hasn't seen. Um, and, you know, like I said, with him, it's just about, you know, can he kind of keep a lid on on the turnover? Because he, he does still believe in himself. He always has. You know, he's <laughs> not a guy. No
1: question about that. Yeah,
0: he's not a guy that's always going to come out and be like, you know, pumping his chest about it, like verbally. But he definitely believes in himself and his ability to to make throws. <laughs> so,
1: I mean, the only thing I I, I I I lean on with 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 Joe is if you keep a cover two shell, he ain't challenging it.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah, that had always been Joe, the, the Kryptonite.
1: Yeah, he ain't challenging <laughs> a cover two shell. Like he just no, he's not. That had always
0: been. But watching that game, he I thought he he looked. Um, Like a guy who's going to give them a chance to to win games because the defense is good enough, you know, to keep them in games. The Running game is is good enough to kind of, you know, have some sustainability to the offense, even if, you know, maybe he's he's not quite clicking or him and the receivers aren't quite clicking. But then he also seems to have found this connection with the tight end within Joku. Now, some of that was. Jacksonville just completely coverage. dropped him in. <laughs> <Blown> <laughs> the,
1: one,
0: the, the one was just completely dropped him. And then the second one, same thing. Basically, he ran across
1: the damn defense
0: and nobody picked him up.
1: I um, watched watch that second half. No, I watched the first half of that game. I thought I was watching Florida Gators secondary. <laughs> like, I've seen secondaries that are confused. They just don't know what the hell they're doing half the time. No, and I'm not sure why. No,
0: you know, it's crazy about it on both of those. And this is where I was like, Man, they, they must really be out of it because you know, usually what'll happen is when they when somebody busts like that and a guy scores, people start looking at each other, right? It's some kind <laughs> of communication way well, you were supposed to. They're not even doing that,
1: no. they're not even looking at it. <laughs> it's no, like. <laughs> It's bizarre. Yeah. And the only thing about Cleveland that's going to be their kryptonite and has been their kryptonite all year is going on the road. Mm-hmm. They don't play well on the road. They give up yeah. 29 points a game on the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. I don't, I'm not even sure why. That's, that is so egregious between their home and away on defense. Like, they're like under 16 points at home defensively. Yeah. it's like twenty nine on the road. Like what, what's going on? Yeah, I can't,
0: I can't explain that. Cause when you, when you have that kind of defense, you know, with the talent that they have that that's supposed to travel, you know, wherever, yeah. wherever you go, you're supposed to be able to take that with you and, and count on that. But you know, they, they're not, I think what he's done for them is giving them uh, some confidence. Right. Because I think, they had the confidence going into the season and then Deshaun, you know, goes through what he goes through. He's hurt. Uh, they get the rookie. And then I think they kind of lose it a little bit. Like, okay, we, a rookie, this it's going to be tough to keep this thing together with a rookie and they're going through DTR They're going through PJ Walker, you know, going through all these different guys. And then this old dude comes in and it's like, well, let's see what he's got. He's old as hell, but let's see what he's got. And you know, he, he plays confidently. And so I think they feel like, all right, if we can get that out of him, these last four games, just play like that. Just yeah. play like that. You ain't got to put nothing on your back and try to win nothing. But just you mean play like that. Two
1: touchdowns, one pick. I'm okay with the pick.
0: Just play like that, yeah. and we'll be all right. Yeah, because that was a miscommunication thing. I mean, he was throwing. He thought receiver was breaking in. Receiver, they got like, I think it was some kind of pick rub thing, and they got kind of jammed up. And guy didn't get across, and he threw it to where the guy was going to be, but guy never got there. So I mean, that happens. um But yeah, that's it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, what happens with them because there's a scenario where you, you Ravens could see them in the first round in the playoffs, you know, depending on, you know, how things go there. That, that's not, um, a scenario that's impossible. No, but you know, we got to see what happens over these next four games. I mean, Ravens could end up with a one seed and a bot or they could end up, um, you know, playing a game at home against, um, Jacksonville, a wild card <laughs> team. I mean, you never, you just don't know. You just don't know how it goes. So let's 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 hit on that because I think we finished. I think we're finished uh with the Rams game. So Jacksonville. Um they played them last year. Jacksonville stole that game. I think all Ravens fans feel that way. Jacksonville stole that one at the end. Um but uh man, I was I told you I was watching the game against the Browns, and I I gotta give uh I call him sunshine. Uh just remember the Titans. I gotta give Trevor Lawrence <laughs> I gotta give Sunshine a lot of credit because I know that ankle wasn't right. And I saw plays where he was getting tackled around his a and he was like screaming out in pain. But he stayed in the game. And now look, he threw he threw that thing around 50 times and he threw three picks. <laughs> and so <laughs> it was, it was uh it was up and down for sure. But um I don't know, man. I'm I'm not as I thought that they were gonna be, and not and not that they're bad, they're not bad but I thought that they were going to be better defensively than what I saw in that game. Now, caveat, I'm not going back and watch their other games. Maybe they've played better defensively in their other games. But I thought when I watched that Browns game, I expected to see a better defensive team than, than what I saw.
1: I I question their desire on defense. They're like heckling jibe. Like if if things get off to a great start, then the defense is is rolling. Hmm. Any hint of of craziness, it breaks down.
0: So they, they front become a
1: bunch of, they become <laughs> they become individuals. <laughs> front they runners. they don't talk to each other. They just kind of just look at each other. Hmm. There's no adjust like they just no one's on the field. You can tell they don't have a a leader. They don't have someone on the field who can they can turn to and go, "What's the call? What am I doing?" Like the Ravens do. Like yeah. they got uh, they Smith. They can. I mean, they had like at one point they had he was up there telling each and last one of the defensive linemen, "Like, no, you got that stuff. No, you're going." Like yeah. you can tell they just put some new stuff in th- that week, and he understood it, and the rest of the guys looking around like. Where am I supposed to go? How am I? No, you go over there. You yeah. got flare. You got this. You rush. He's like,
0: <laughs> yeah, directing traffic out there.
1: And and to kind of finish off that whole just being able to do that. And I did not see that with Jacksonville, and maybe it was against the Browns. I don't know, but it seems like against teams that punched them in the mouth early, it's over. Like San Francisco punched him in the mouth, but i will I will say this <laughs> never ever touch a terrible towel,
0: yeah, we know about that. We know that lesson
1: because <laughs> since they've touched that towel, which they beat the Steelers, they're two and two, and their two losses they got st- doors blown off. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think one Everyone of their dudes close. was, one of their guys like stomped on the towel or whatever he did with it. But yeah, when you look, I don't, no. I don't give a damn no. about them damn towels, but even I understand like there's a line, you know what I'm saying?
1: Don't wanna, don't <laughs> Ask Ray Rice. Yeah. Cause three weeks later karma. he was in Vegas.
0: It's just bad karma. <laughs> it's bad karma. You know, you ain't got to like them. You ain't got to like the towel. You ain't got to like the team, but just leave it
1: low. Leave it alone. You don't see it over it. there on the ground or somebody waving it. it. Pick it up and give it back to a stealer. Be that person. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or if they waving it God all in your face. Just walk you go. away.
1: This is yours. Did you lose this? Yeah. Let me clean they it up for you.
0: They waving it in your face, just walk away. This just walk way. away. Don't don't don't, don't touch get nasty. It. Yeah. Don't, don't get near don't do it. it.
1: Don't smell don't, it.
0: Don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. Don't do it. But you know, it, it, it's it's at their place. It's Sunday night, right? I believe that's right. Uh mm-hmm. they're playing in Jacksonville Sunday night. Um you know, they got Ridley, who they didn't have last year uh, when the Ravens played him, and Ridley, Ridley's a legit dude. So, you know, it's it, It's just this time of year. All, you you can say this about any of these next games. It's going to be a test. they all going to be tests,
1: <laughs> all I, of them. All of them. I will say this, though. When you look at the injury report, I don't care if that team's good or not. If you got 10-plus dudes who are limited in practice – yeah, that's a lot. You can't practice. That's a lot.
0: We know we've seen it. You've you we've, looked we've
1: like hot garbage.
0: <laughs> we've, we've, we've seen it on from this side And yes. you got a bunch of dudes on the injury report. And like you said, they they calling guys off the street. They you know this guy coming, that guy coming just to practice.
1: Just to practice. Just to get you can't practice. get good reps because you down four corners who are limited. What yeah. are you what are you rapping?
0: Yeah, what kind of look are you gonna get when he just got here?
1: <laughs>
0: you don't even know his name, <laughs> and you like twenty four.
1: Get get over, <laughs> and, and and now you're going to bring back a guy from the IR into that mess? <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's a very good point. I mean, what. It's, it's hard to it's hard to be functional. It's hard
1: to practice if, when you've like, got, if that you've got eleven people... <laughs> two, you got a 53 man roster plus what 10 guys on the practice squad
0: mm-hmm,
1: or something like that. 10, 12, we'll call it 12. So they have 60 guys, 65 guys that they can practice. Three of those kicker, punter. Yeah, you're special. Those, right? those, so that's 62. So you're down to fifty bodies. Mm-hmm. And twelve of them are practice squad.
0: Yeah, and you only have a certain amount of time. Yeah. Like we can't we can't run these plays for four hours. No, we, <laughs> you want to say if we mess it up, we can't run the same thing four or five times. You know what I mean? We got to move on to the, the next. Struggles thing. real. Yeah, so it's you get into that nuance sometimes when people you know you see a game and you watch a team and you're like, man, they. They're a mess. They don't look like they... Well, they've not been able to practice or prepare, really. So they out here just trying to make it happen uh, in in game. Because that gives you a, another respect for how good these guys are. Because sometimes that's what it is. Guys are just showing up. We ain't really played together. Maybe you just got here. Literally just got here. Yeah, and we lining up out here together. And you're like, look, I don't know you. You don't know me. But here, I need you to be over here because I'm going to be right here. Yeah. And like each play, you're just trying to You're just trying to make it work. So uh, still, anytime you go on the road this time of year, you can't sleep, though. Can't sleep on anybody. Nope. No matter what the situation is, because we've seen it. We've seen it happen. You go in there thinking, oh, we are supposed to do this. And it'll it'll jump up and bite you, you know. So (laughs) I think this team is different. I do get a different vibe from this team in that regard uh so particularly with lamar this this year he doesn't seem like i'm not saying he was ever like that before but it'd be hard not to let like some of this stuff i mean you damn mvp at what 20 21 years old you know it'd be hard not to let some of this get to your head but this year it's like he won't he, he won't even let his mind go there it's just like nah we gotta we gotta get ready we gotta stay locked in we got to prepare for this next team, all that celebration, all of that, this, that we, you know, we'll, we'll get to that. Not that he doesn't celebrate and enjoy himself in moments, but it's like, he seems more focused on, you know, like staying, staying in the moment and not, mm-hmm. not getting, not getting beyond the moment. And honestly, I think a guy who's helped their whole team with that is Odell. I don't think people think about Odell that way. Cause they think about, you know, the dancing and the flashiness and the stuff he does off the field. But, I think he's a he's a leader in a way that a lot of people don't think about him being a leader. But Mm -hmm. and I think he's a worker. I don't think he's some kind of diva type guy. I think he's a worker. I think he's a leader. He's obviously got a lot of experience. He's seen a lot, you know, been around a lot, done a lot. So I think he's helped them on that side of the ball. They they got you know guys like that, defensive side of the ball, so certainly with Row. But I think he's helped them on the offensive side of the ball because you and I have talked about that for years. Like, who's the leader on the offensive side of the ball? Yeah, Lamar's your best player, But he has leadership qualities. But who is the leader? And you know, I, I, it's got to be hard, right, for a guy coming in from another team. You don't want to just come in and like, I'm the leader. You don't do it like that. But it's just by how you show up every day how you work, how you approach it, how you, you know, your relationship with other guys. So I, I, it's not that I didn't think about him that way. I just didn't know. Cause I didn't know enough about it. You right. Know, watched him from afar, but I didn't really pay, you know, hope. but when you listen to other, it's I listen to the way other guys talk about him. Mm-hmm. the other guys on the team talk about him and it's like a reverence. <laughs> it's, it's like a big brother. Is how a lot of them talk about him. Like, So I think he's maybe brought something in that regard. And that's good. That's good. I think they definitely needed that. So, hey, it was good to be back, man. It was fun. It was fun doing this. <laughs> I forgot that's what good. it was like. I did. I did. I'm trying. You know, you're trying to balance all of these things in life, right? Like, this is fun. We've done this for a couple of years. I've enjoyed doing it. I do like doing it. I also like going to bed at 830, 9 o'clock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so true.
0: So I'm trying I'm trying to balance all of these things as I as I get older. Uh maybe
1: know. we'll start taking a lunch hour and, and pounding out some shows.
0: You know, I <laughs> talked about that with Chris and Carrie. I said, I I told him, I said, really, that's the biggest thing. I'm just not built to stay up late anymore. Like I was like, if we could do it during the day, I think I'd be good. But I'm like, we all got jobs and kids and different things. But I said, I'm just not built to be up. At night doing this like I used to be. People who are doing these podcasts at like 11 and later, I don't understand how you do it and then get up. I'm the not, <laughs> I'm just is. not built for it. I we did no. it, we did it for the first couple of years, but especially me, Chris, and Karen, we used to do deep, deep cover. Man, we'd be up at like midnight, one o'clock in the morning, recording, doing whatever. I'm like, I just can't do it no more. Uh, I just can't. So, anyway. That's, you know, me being old, but it was fun. Uh, (laughs) You know, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Hey, you know, I'm at a point now where I'm like, I want y'all to like, I want y'all to subscribe. I want y'all to share this because I think it's good. Uh, And I think that, you know, there's a lot that other people can take from this and, you know, we like interacting with people um, out there. So I hope y'all do that. if not for me, uh for Denard for sure, because he's the one who carries the show. So <laughs> share his stuff around, his perspective around, so you guys can all learn and get smarter. Um, I'm just enjoying the ride at this point. And uh, you know, we'll see where it takes us. We'll see where it takes us. I'm not even gonna like promise anything <laughs> at this
1: point. Just nah. saying, we'll see where it takes us. Absolutely. We'll see you when we see you.
0: Yeah, we day I'm I'm day to day. I'm day to day right now. <laughs> That's all I can say day to day. All right, y'all. Y'all be good. We can get out of here.